0: FM to get started.
1: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV Talk. Now, let the buzz begin.
0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Council of Dads After Show, episodes one and two. We're doubling up today. We got a lot to get into. Oh, my goodness. This is the most chock full pilot I've ever seen in my life. We got a birth, a death, and a wedding. What? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I am your moderator, Sean McHugh, also the chief of crying for this council. That's me. Uh, but I am joined by an amazing panel. First of all, we got Shea Jones. Say hello, Shea.
1: Hey, guys. I'm so excited to be on this
2: panel.
0: Awesome. Mikkel Barlow in the house. Hi, guys. Glad to be on this panel. You guys are awesome. I'm excited. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, my home girl from Philly, Kay Montgomery.
3: Yeah, that's right. I've been in Philly for a long time. I am a home girl. I'm excited to bring a mom's perspective to this show.
0: Nice. All right. So let's, uh, let's get overall thoughts on, let's, uh, we're going to start with the pilot. I don't mean, know, we have a lot to get into, but uh, let's start with the pilot. Overall thoughts. Um, like I said, I was just like, I can't believe they got this much into a pilot. It was almost a short film for me. <laughs> I, mean, we had a, I mean we had a beginning Facts. middle end like it could they could have just left and i was like okay i'm satisfied with like that po- i mean what a great pilot um so yeah i'm just excited to get into it kay what were your thoughts
3: um yeah it was a lot in the pilot and a lot of people you can see i have like three pages of notes for all of our episodes just trying to get everybody's name down and keep everybody straight and then there's a lot of moving pieces and we jump along the timeline but that makes for good you know interesting toy storytelling. I can say I at my favorite character I love the the dad I mean he he's just awesome um, yeah he was probably the highlight of the pilot for me.
2: Awesome myel. Um, I I love the pilot as well. I think it was very interesting, and it took me a little bit to adjust to just how much was happening in the pilot, the, as far as the timeline went. Like I was like, wait, where are we now? Wait, it's Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, and then to like to you know he got he got diagnosed. Got better, got worse, and died all in one episode, which was surprising to me because I thought we were gonna get to see get to have him for a little bit, you know, like mm-hmm. a, a few episodes. <laughs> but but I, it worked it, with the story. I think that JJ is just super adorable, like the most adorable child ever. <laughs> um, and you know, I think it's a it's one of those shows that. That once you get into it, you get sucked in, and I, I, I've been
0: sucked in. Nice, Shay.
2: For
1: me, it's interesting because I, my dad died from cancer. I am a foster kid slash adopt adopted kid. Wow. So for me, watching, like I was a mess halfway through. I'm so just like, why was I not warned? <laughs> this is what this show's about, firstly, <laughs> like, but. It also made me feel lighter, like, mm. in the best way. It, it, almost, it was almost cathartic watching it and watching somebody else's journey mm-hmm. go through that type of experience because it was totally different from how my, my dad, like, was maybe four months and then he passed, so it was a lot shorter and whole different thing, and I was in a different state, so, but I liked it, and I, I love JJ, and if they didn't tell me that he was a girl, I would not have believed it. I thought JJ was a boy the entire time, so that was great.
0: Just on the part of writing uh yeah no i, I I'm with you hundred percent on that. I did not know till they told us um so uh, I don't know what that says about me, but I don't know it was just <laughs> it was a nice it was a nice reveal actually um, yeah. all right, so we start off and we have this this kind of eclectic family, you know, they got a house on a lake. I know for me all I was like, I want a mountain dew swing in my backyard like, <laughs> wow. a mountain like, dew swing. <laughs> Like, that thing, I was like, I want to get on there with JJ. Get on my back, JJ. Um, So it had a nice, fun, good-feeling start. But, uh, Mael, you're right. They sucked us in pretty quick. Like, almost, like, within five minutes, I was like, wow, I'm already invested in these people. So uh, expound upon that a little bit, uh, Mael. And, and, you know, and why do you think that was? I I think
2: that because you have, when you have characters that are as, Kind of multifaceted as this family is, you want you get, you want to get to know them, and I think that that was one of the huge draws for me as a as a viewer was oh I really want what's what 's this dynamic between Scott the dad and Theo and the dynamic between um, the the adopted daughter and and the mother like just all of the different family dynamics and and I think as the story progressed you learn more and more different things about them and it makes you want to know them more. And that those, these kind of shows with all different kinds of characters typically make you care about the characters really quickly. And then you are, are kind of um, in, in this, you know, you, you, you're worried about them, you're happy with, for them, you celebrate with them, you mourn with them. And this one episode had all of that. You're celebrating their wedding, you're mourning over the death, you're you're excited and, and when he swings off of the um the tree swing for the first time and all it, like you <laughs> like you feel like you're a part of what's going on. And I, that's why I, I appreciated the way that this story progressed in the first episode.
0: Um so nah, that's that's great, man. That's great. Uh, Kate, give me some. Give me some of your thoughts on, like, why do you think we were sucked in so quickly from this family?
3: Um, well, it took, I think for me, it took a little bit longer. I'm, I'm not sure I was sucked in immediately. I mean, I was sucked into action because it starts, um, you know, immediately we find out he has cancer. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of see how everything moves. Um, I think the thing that really got me is when I got to know um, the council a little bit better. like. Mm. Um, getting to know larry and like the type of guy he is and anthony and kind of the kind of guy he is and oliver and then kind of how he fits in the puzzle like when the pieces started coming together i think was really um helpful for me to kind of get attached to all the characters and then try and figure out like "Hmm, who would be the best dad for this kid who would be the best Mm. dad for this kid but Mm. i think we'll see that kind of move and shift over time um But that was the part that I thought was really interesting. And then, I mean, you know, you keep having reveal after reveal. I mean, (laughs) she's pregnant. And then the next thing, you know, (laughs) he finds out that he's not getting better. And then you, so you're just like, oh my gosh. And then, you know, we find out JJ is transgender, you know, so it's a lot of um, uh, sleight of hand throughout, you know, that Mm. keeps you kind of glued to it.
0: I like that. I like that. It's like a writer's sleight of hand. That's nice, mm-hmm. um, Shay. Uh, you you definitely have an interesting perspective. Like as you said earlier, which obviously I think we all just learned that you know you were a foster kid. You had lost your dad to cancer. Uh, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but I I like to if you don't mind getting into that a little bit more about this kind of seeing all this on screen, and then how I mean did that did that make did that bring you in quicker?
1: It. It's interesting. I mean, because I love TV. I've been doing it since I was a kid where I just focus in on whatever I'm watching. So I'm always drawn into whatever I'm watching. So I was already in it from the gut, watching this family. And then obviously, as you learn about this character the cancer, this daughter is adopted. We have a stepmom, but not a stepmom because she's, Louis, Louis just calls her her mom, even and that's something I've done with my own <laughs> mom too, so mm. I get it in the, in the sense. It was me. I was just, I was just in tears because yeah, like in, and I know Bowie just like I said, I keep saying cathartic and it was interesting because the way, especially the way the show ended with them in the shape of love, mm. it's because my dad's last name was Love. That literally oh, wow. was wow. their name. Wow, wow. So. I don't like for me, like it just seemed like I was meant to watch the show. I was meant to have that moment, like maybe have a piece of him again. Because mm. Sometimes you you forget, like especially over the years when somebody's passing. You they're never gone, but you you just learn to forget a little bit and then you remember and you're just like, Okay. Like I'm meant to remember for a reason. I'm meant to like just because you're gone, you're not really gone. Mm. So for me watching the show, I loved it. I think the show is incredibly awesome. And for some weird reason it really makes me closer to my head. <laughs> so silver lining,
0: if there is one. So yeah, no, that's yeah. that's awesome. Um, so obviously, this this is this is a tearjerker. Uh I cried multiple times during both episodes. Um, but then I do have some fun moments. Uh I think I love when the wife, uh I her name's escaping right now, but Robin you know, we, Robin, thank you. When she first or when when Scott first announces this council of dads and she says, do you have jerseys? Like, (laughs) this is a great moment of like, you know, there's levity to all this because, you know, this is a very interesting uh, kind of thought and just concept of having this council of dads. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I know uh, for me, like, this is a great idea. Like I would totally steal this if I was a dad, like we need the friends to rally and make this happen. So uh, maybe we do a good job though of, of grounding it as well and that, you know, obviously it's not all just gonna work out as perfectly as we'd like it to. Um, but let's, let's just kind of move down the line a little. So we also, we have Luli, right? And she's like the oldest kid and, you know, she meets this boy uh, that used to go to high school with her and he is reluctant in a, I think in the best way. Uh, so Amayel, talk a little bit about this guy and, and Luli. I mean, I, <laughs> it's
2: very—it was a—it's very interesting to watch that story progress because it almost felt like a completely different show in a lot of ways. Like,
0: oh, interesting.
2: Lily had her own thing going on apart from the family, whereas everyone else, all their storylines were intertwined with each other. And so then here she is, and kind of as a as a. Metric to the timeline for me, they they meet at this um cancer survivor meeting, and then they're married. Like that's the bookends of the, <laughs> the, the for me. Like, they meet and then they're married. This is the first episode, but it took you know a year that for that to happen. I, I think it's a beautiful way that it kind of unfolded, and they 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 meet right when they needed to meet and. They are in each other's lives exactly at the right time. He's good for her. She's good for him. I resonate with Luli the most because I, you know, I never had a relationship with my biological father, and so, but and I had that awkward ten-year-old. My mom wants me to meet him for the first time, and we're mm. you know like, okay, hey, how's it going? Kind of like that whole <laughs> awkwardness. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm interested to see what that relationship, how it plays out, like is she gonna it, I mean, well, we saw in the second episode, she doesn't move away, but um, but I, I'm just very interested to see where that relationship, how it develops because they, like, I still think they're getting to know each other. At least that's what it seems like. I still think that they're gonna discover things about each other, they're gonna have to work through. Um, because they're, you know, they're both still like, she's grieving the passing of her father. He's kind of helping his mom as she hopefully is recovering. We don't know what's going on with his mom's cancer battle, but, um, Mm. he's there's, there's emotions attached to that for him. And, and so I feel like that probably is going to, at some point come into play in their relationship.
0: Nice. All right, Kay, so we have a birth, okay? So now we have a fifth child, a baby, a beautiful baby, and then we find out, of course, the cancer's back because I haven't cried enough in this episode already. <laughs> and then 30 minutes in, Scott's dead. Like I was, I'm like, what are you talking about? So Kay, talk about this insanity of this 30 minutes in, the lead character is dead.
3: But here's the great thing. Like we get to discover Scott in flashback. And I think that's why you get a lot of comparisons to This Is Us because we're moving along the timeline and we kind of float around, which I think is really important to do, right? Like we need to know Scott Mm. and he doesn't have to be here present day since we have the plots, you know, skipping device, we can go around, but definitely it was a shock because i felt that we i felt like we were going to have more time with him and there were so many instances as a parent where i could totally relate to him like um when Charlotte and her friend are hanging out and they start, to, he's like, wait, are you guys talking about vaping? You know, who? whenever we vape, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and just
0: remember that.
3: And that's an important thing. When I tell you on 100% or when you started to tell the Christopher Reeve story and they were like, oh. well, what's Christopher Reeve doing now? And he's like, he's dead, dead Listen, I cannot tell you how many times that happens to me as a parent where you start to tell a story and then you're like, oh, wait, I didn't do that of that uh-uh, that, person, <laughs> that person is dead i cannot even tell you and like the whole rbg thing i've totally done that with my kids before i've been like yeah because you know who did michelle obama that's right and, awesome. and you want to be like michelle <laughs> Obama, like absolutely so for me he was so relatable as a parent hmm. i was like yes that's why he was just my favorite character especially in episode one um yeah, I think they just did a great job of playing, you know, kind of painting him as a believable, um, very accessible type of dad.
0: Nice. OK, so now we're going to move. I mean, you know, like we said, this thing moves so fast now they're getting married. But they just meant like <laughs> three minutes ago in the pilot. Like, what do you mean they're getting married? But of course, time has passed. And, and I think in these kind of situations, like I mean, well, first of all, I, I have to go to that moment, that moment when she comes meets him at the beach after they've kind of broken up. Right. And she just says it, my dad, my dad died three o'clock in the morning. Oh my God. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. So, so Shay, talk a little bit about this, this now we fast forward to this wedding, right? Like, and this is kind of how we're going to end this episode. Um, And obviously all the people are coming together and we're really seeing this family, this council of dads, you know, at work, talk a little bit about that.
1: I thought that was so sweet. Like for each dad to, like each dad to walk her down part of the aisle until she made it to my, that for me was so sweet because, like, like I guess, like, like me was my dad. I never really thought of when he died about even getting married or about that. But then when he died, it was just like, well, who's going to walk me down the aisle? It was like just something I never thought of, but now I'm thinking of it because he's not here anymore. So I would love if I had to like counseled dad to do something like that for me. That's the more a wishful thing because I am not dating anybody at this point. <laughs> However, the wedding situation itself and its entity, I was like, Louis, we need to talk. I think you just moving a little too fast, sweetie. I, I okay. mean, heard it, that, that was more of my opinion. I, I mean, it's going to work out for them, hopefully. But I feel like they should have gave themselves maybe another year. And then maybe you, you get married because... I don't think you know enough about each other to make this decision to spend the rest of your life with each other. I, I can see
3: both ways on that because I knew my husband for, we got married and we knew each other for just a year, maybe like 11 months. We've been married, we'll be 20 years this year. Wow. So like, I mean, I'm I mean, it does work for some people, but I did, even though I worked for me, I did have that thought shape. I was like, especially, and not even because it was fast for me. I had that thought because as a counseling background, I was like, ah, their relationship is through bonded trauma. Mm
1: -hmm. And that's
3: kind of difficult to untangle and like really messy. And so some people, when they do have, you know, like when they bond over or through trauma, it's, really difficult to kind of work through and see what feelings are real and genuine and you know
1: what I mean so I was worried um about that too Shay but especially because you you didn't you when you started this relationship you didn't set a boundary you didn't say we're we're just helping each other get through our grief right now you you waited until he said I'm falling in love with you to say something so and Well, remember, what, he does
0: He does say, oh, I didn't realize I was your grief buddy. Thanks for letting me know, right, yeah, like earlier on. Yeah. So he, he kind of calls then, her out on it.
2: And then three months later, they get married.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, have you seen his face, though? Have you I seen mean, <laughs> He has come a, lot, a long way since 13 Reasons Why. He has grown, okay? so that's I well, right. and also, where he's from,
0: for those who don't know. And also, remember, Anthony gives her the out when he's going to walk her down the aisle and she sure. says, I choose joy. And he's, well, that's what your dad would have done. So, I mean, you know, she's trying to, I think there's an emulation of her father. You know, I think, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you could say that's a writing ploy and all that stuff too. Um, but I think you're right. Cause I mean, I think Shay, you're right. We're going to, this isn't going to be, this is going to be bumpy. I mean, we already saw, we won't get to it quite yet, but episode two, it's already a little bumpy. Uh, so I think you're right. All Let's right.
3: I'm down. <laughs> All
0: right. So, well, real real quick, it. real quick. I just, I just, I think the way they, the way they revealed JJ, I thought was really pretty amazing yes. um, because like I, for me and Shay, I had no idea. Uh, Maya, please, exp- or just talk about it a little bit. Cause I really thought it was a beautiful way they did it. Like they didn't kill us with it. They didn't yeah. make a huge deal. They just kind of like, they just kind of let it put it out there. So talk about that a little bit. I, I again.
2: I think that JJ is the most adorable character, anyway. Um, <laughs> then to to be to kind of reveal that JJ is a transgendered boy, while when his grandmother comes in and puts him in a dress, and it's like, well, to the funeral, then like we're gonna put her in a dress and call her a girl, and blah blah blah. And JJ's like, I just okay, I'm just, he just he's just so vulnerable with it. Like I understand like being, being as young as JJ is and being so self-aware, self-aware enough to recognize, well, my grandmother needs me to do this Mm. right now. I'm not going to give any pushback. Thankfully he had his council of dads and his mom to step in and say, no, what (laughs) his dad would have wanted. Was mm. for him to be your. This is your grandson. Put go. Put on the suit or the dress shirt or whatever. And you know, let's not even do this right now. And I, I feel like it was very, like, very well handled. Very like it was just beautiful to see everyone come, um, come to his come to his aid when his grandmother was like, "No, we're gonna put on a dress," and everyone was like. That's not who J.J. is. Mm. J.J.'s a boy. J.J. doesn't wear dresses. J- and Scott would want J.J. to be his most authentic self.
1: And not even that. And it was just more of J.J. saying, it's okay, grandma. It's hard for your generation to understand. That's some wisdom for yeah. a seven-year-old yeah. or eight-year-old. <laughs> However old J.J. is, that is some wisdom that I hope this whole next generation has. Because that's what we need.
0: Uh, Awesome. All right. So we're going to move on. Episode two, I'm not fine. So (laughs) four years later and the honeymoon is over. So this council dad thing, Hey guys, this works really well on paper, but uh, uh, it's not really working in real life. The day to day is getting a little much Uh, that's Robin's kind of pretty much her vibe on this whole thing. I really like that they didn't sugarcoat this, right? Because obviously in the moment, right? At the funeral, everybody's all in. Yeah. But then, but then once we start, like, having to make a schedule and it's like, uh, I got my own life and, you know, I, I'll be there when I can. But, I mean, how many of us would be like, oh, no problem. I'll be there exactly at this, you know. So I really like that that was, that was really uh, – uh, I, I just like that they, they, they made it real, right? They, they didn't sugarcoat it. So, so Kay, what were your, what were your thoughts at the beginning of this, this whole thing, this whole section of, uh, it's not quite as maybe as sexy as we thought it was going to (laughs) be. Well, I'm,
3: I'm, I have my favorite dad already. You guys probably already have your favorite dad. Larry is my favorite.
2: Yes. No
3: nonsense. Team Larry. Everything is a person that's no nonsense and comes through. Are they often going to overstep? Absolutely, because right, that's in their toolbox. (laughs) Like, they don't know what, you know, they don't know how not to. So I thought it was really plausible that he would be calling the school and being like, hey, is he up on this? Is he doing this? You know, da, 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 with Theo. Um, I think it's, I think he's a great uh, council member dad for Theo, because that's what Theo needs, somebody to run it to him straight and not to treat him like a baby and just put, you know, set the bar really high. So out of all the kids um, and dads, I think their relationship is my favorite. That's the, that's what I like straight off the bat. Um, And then just in the beginning, we get a taste of Lou's birth mom. Um, I was really excited to see Sharon Leo because I love her character. That's like, hey. (laughs) <laughs> i remember her in boston public they got a lot of good guests that's another thing i have a lot of good guest stars on this show so sharon Lil. and then the grandma was um the mom from freaks and geeks i can't think of her name right now but anyway i yeah. love freaks and geeks so i was super excited to see her <laughs> um yes yeah, so it was really interesting to see Louie's interaction with her mom as well you know at the um kind of beginning of the episode so uh, once again like a lot of different plot points you got to kind of keep your eye on the ball and you know follow what's going on so there's never a chance to like get bored with a storyline because there's a lot of stuff going on
0: all right well you kind of yeah. stole my thunder with mary pruitt but that's all right uh <laughs> my oh. uh so as soon as as soon as that package showed up i was like when she said when he kept asking who's mary pruitt i'm like oh we know who mary pruitt is we know <laughs> So talk talk about what was what was your feelings in that moment when that package showed up? I
2: you know um, my first thought was how does she have the audacity hmm. to send a wedding present? <laughs> like I, this was before I knew any like what their interaction had been in the past and if she had even met her or anything like that. I didn't know. All I knew was. Um, how's your bio mom going to send you a wedding present when she hadn't even been in your life at all? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but, but obviously as is, as is what I'm seeing a theme in this show is kind of bringing things, not full circle, but bring drawing pe- things in really quickly. We, she ends up being like hugging her and stuff like that and like going to coffee and, and I like, I'm, I'm left going, okay. So what's about to happen if now they're fine? Like, Mm. it would take me a little bit longer to be hugging my bio dad who I've never met. It would take me a little bit longer than a weekend to start hugging him. So where are we going to go from here? It got me. It gets me intrigued and excited. But when the package came, I was like, what? Why? Like, why would she even think this is okay? You don't even Mm. have a real address. You send it to the restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a
1: good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: but, I mean, but I, I took the gift though. I'm taking a gift. Uh, Give me a, that's a gift. Not, okay. no, taking, no, that's the least you can do.
2: Okay. Would you take the gift when she said, oh, it's um it's a family heirloom? Well, I'm not part of your family, so you can have
0: this back. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, that's essentially awesome. what she said. She was like, uh, <laughs> your family, not mine. <laughs> and I,
1: uh, for me, I thought that was more in Lulu's like hurt situation because she, she's hurt that her mom didn't want to be in her life and I get it but I also want to be like Lulu, Lulu you're grown now like <laughs> like not, not like not to shade you or anything just to be real about it like you're not grown at least hear the woman out hear what she has to say that was you my want, part you if she wants to out yeah right like I'm that's the one thing I don't believe I think that's a lie you want to know you just you're just afraid of the answer and because you're afraid of the answer you're just saying no i don't want to know but you that's a lie. every child who's ever like mm-hmm. been left behind or whatever you want to know the reason why yeah
0: you truly do yeah I, yeah but I she probably that.
1: doesn't want to
3: dig up i mean that wow. makes sense that she wants to know the reason why but she doesn't want to go through the pain of finding out the reason why because
1: that's yeah but if you don't go through the pain you can't get to the other side and you're still just hurting yourself like I
2: Right, but she doesn't realize channel. that. I mean, that's where her reluctance is. <laughs> but come yeah, on, but... guys. Lulu has a bunch of other stuff she has to deal with right now. She <laughs> just got married. Her dad, yeah. is, like, she don't need to be true. dealing with her mom. Yeah. yeah. At the same yeah. Time. She don't know
0: if she's
3: going to move. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's like, that is, is true.
2: Is,
0: but this could just is. be another can of worms, right, <laughs> Like that she doesn't need to open. And, you know, it, it ain't going nowhere. If she really wants to go there, you know, after everything else calms down. I'm sure she can give her a call, you know,
2: exactly.
0: it, don't have, it don't have to happen right now in the coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> I, all right, I, so, I, I do agree. I still would have put the gift, but I'm happy for the
1: picture. So the pictures, that's the reason why I want to sit down. Just like Lily. I just want
0: to say that. Yeah. I, I think that that's what broke the ice because it wasn't those pictures. She was out. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. Larry's overstepping. Um, Anthony is not showing up. Uh, Ollie's getting weird. So, you know, Robin's just like, you know what? I, I appreciate this guys, but I'm firing the council. And I was like, wow, really? Because these guys are stepping up. I mean, I know they're not as consistent as you might like them to be, but most people would love to have a council of dad. So I don't, I, I was kind of like, you shouldn't be just getting rid of somebody like that. They- so, so, uh, so go ahead, Shay. Talk about, talk about this kind of this decision that that Robin makes.
1: I mean, I wasn't surprised by it because going back to what Sky even said in, her, in the letter, she doesn't like to ask for help. And she wasn't expected to raise five kids, like technically four, but five kids on her own. And that is a, a pill to swallow. And she she thinks she's equipped because she's a doctor. Maybe it's the god complex, even though she is just a, um, a baby doctor. She thinks she can handle everything, but she can't. Cause you're missing you're missing little things. You you don't realize that you not being there is gonna make your kids work. That's a problem. You don't realize that the you didn't give your friend a chance to tell you the reason why he didn't want to ride a bike is because he can't ride a bike. I mean (laughs) you're a grown man and you can't ride a bike. That's your own issue. But there's that. So you but I think she's just angry too. And she she needs to kind of put it out there on other people because she doesn't want to deal with it. But it takes pushback from Larry, pushback from Ollie to be like, you're angry, I'm angry, we miss him. Thank God somebody finally said it. We miss Scott.
0: <laughs> so say you brought up a, a, a cool, a, a great moment uh, with, between Ollie and and Robin when, when Ollie finally comes clean and he says, I can't ride a bike, I couldn't save Scott and I keep failing you, right? So that was such a great moment. Uh, Mael, talk about that that moment. And it's funny, because I I was like, I don't think this dude could ride a bike. I think that's the real issue. But, you know, he <laughs> revealed it. Anyway, talk about that, that moment.
2: I, I agree. I was kind of under the impression that he probably couldn't ride a bike, which was an interesting thing to kind of be the case, because, you know, you think someone who's a cancer doctor can ride a bike <laughs> <laughs> I would a have enough self
0: esteem
3: to not care like
2: yeah I mean I guess yeah but um but I feel like <laughs> it, it was it was a nice moment because um well I'll say this I was watching the show with my fiance and he was just he kept saying why is she trying to make these guys feel bad for having their own lives and I was like, I don't think that she's trying to make them feel bad. She's just trying to let them go and do their thing and not feel pressured to uphold this dying man's wish. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And when, when this moment occurred between Ali and Robin, what we got to see was Ali saying that he takes it seriously. He takes his responsibility, his, his promise to his friend seriously the issue that he's been having is that he's he feels like he's bad at it he's failing Mm. at it and he doesn't want to get out of it he just hates failing and i think that that was a great moment for for us to see who ollie was a little bit more which i loved about this episode altogether was that we got to know the the council of dads a lot better than we did in the first episode
0: that's a that's a perfect segue mael thank you all right, so so Kay, our boy Larry, right? He's <laughs> he's mentoring, he's mentoring Theo, right? We had that great scene up in, ep- in the first episode with the whole driving thing, where he's like, just go run around if you want to be angry, right? And then in this in this episode, we get this great scene on the dock where we get some background and some history about Larry. So talk about that because I really love that scene, and I'm with you. He's my boy. I'm Team Larry.
3: Yeah. I'm team Larry. Yeah. So we learned that they, that, you know, the dads met, he met Scott in AA or Scott was his sponsor and they met in AA. And um, so he has kids of his own, but not really good relationships with them. So he's just trying to, you know, move forward and um, do his best. I really think that that really worked for Theo Because I was like, how's he going to get out of, like, the doghouse with them?" But I think, like, that really helped them to connect because he was so authentic and straight up said, you know, he wasn't like, I'm a dad. I've done this before. They don't know his kids. He could have easily been like, listen, I'm a dad. I got this. I've done this before. But he was basically like, I was the crab dad. I sucked at it. I'm trying to, you know, basically do right by you. I thought that was really cool for him to come clean and just admit that and show us all that this is kind of how he's atoning for his former sin. Right. So maybe this is why he's the one that's super committed, that is overstepping, that's bringing lasagna, that's getting the Christmas tree. Like that's part of his personality, but also he's atoning for some past Mm. sins himself, right? And so that's why, that's one of the reasons why he's so committed. Um, I felt like, you know, we all know Anthony kind of still has to get there. I feel like Oliver is just, the whole bike situation for me, it just did not click. (laughs) Like, I was just like, you (laughs) are like, you're You're a fancy doctor. I I mean, he's a cancer doctor. You had to go through so much school. Like, there's no way your self-esteem is so low that you can't tell somebody that you can't ride a bike. Or like Shay said, You don't have a God complex and think, I can learn how to ride a bike in 30 minutes. Like, that was just bizarre to me. I was just like,
1: nah,
3: I don't quite know about that. That didn't really pass the smell test for me as far as that situation goes. (laughs) I was glad they resolved it. And it was really cute, a cute scene. I agree with Michael to have everybody together. Um, I think Larry's advice to JJ works for everyone in this episode, which is, you're in charge. If you get scared, put your feet down, mm, right? Which is what Molly had to do to learn the bike, which is essentially what Lulu had to do. Like, she was scared. She didn't want to make it. So she just put her feet, foot down and was like, listen, I don't want to move to New York, you know? So I thought it was a really good, my guy, Larry. <laughs> really good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm going to take that little gym with me. I'm going to take it with me. I like him. that. i it in my life.
0: I like that. Yeah. If, you don't, if you don't like it, put your foot down. Put your, your right. foot down.
3: You're in charge. It's You're your in charge.
0: life. Yeah. Um, all right. So just one one final kind of thing. Uh we have Charlotte who gets the DNA test and he's like, I'm gonna find my family. I got it. I'm excited because I'm adopted. This family, I'm not sure how this is gonna go. So I gotta get a backup plan to the backup plan. Um uh Shay, talk about this they whole are. this whole thing. This whole thing of going and find of course, you know, of course it doesn't go like she thinks it's gonna go. But then, and then Anthony gets to step up a little bit. Just so talk about that.
1: Okay, so I definitely understand the need to search for your family because that's where you. That like the, I understood the backup plan. I understood exactly what she was doing because I've had like I've had thoughts like that of like needing a backup plan to protect mm-hmm. yourself because you 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 need something to fall back on. I totally understand it. However. What I feel she learned a very valuable lesson. Blood don't make you family. Mm. It doesn't. It is genetic, that's all it is. Family is people that are there for you, that care for you, that kiss your boo-boos, that make you dinner, make you breakfast, who shows up every day who comes to your parent-teacher conferences. That is family, hands down. Blood is, sometimes blood really is not thicker than water and that's a hard lesson to learn at 13, but baby, you learned it today.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maya, what were your thoughts on that? (laughs) I agree. I mean, I, you know, I, I met, I met a half brother through ancestry DNA stuff. Wow. And it was kind of like, okay, cool. <laughs> 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 like it wasn't, it wasn't like this magical moment. Mm. We just kind of like, cool. I'll follow you on Instagram. Yeah. Just and, and <laughs> like I, everybody <laughs> else. Wow. I feel like that was kind of what she, the, the heart, I, I don't know what I would have done at 13. Because, yeah, you know, for her, like, it was, a, like you said, Shay, a hard lesson t- at 13, but, like, I'm glad she learned it. Um, but it also, I think, brought them back, brought the family back together in the nick of time. Like, oh, wait, th- this is my family. This this village is all that I need. This is my A plan, my B plan, my C mm-hmm. plan. And mm-hmm. we, we're good. And I, I appreciate how the, how they took her on that little journey.
1: Before we get out here, I do want to say one quick thing that I know we're like pressed for time. I think the love about the show, it almost reminds me of rent in the sense that, like, how do you measure a year? Mm. It's like, Mm. just how it's measured in love in the sense that sometimes you don't always get to choose your family. But in this case, we chose our family. And I think that's the distinction. And that's why it's important.
0: Nice. Okay, so... Then we just had this final, we had this final Maury Povich moment of, Scott, <laughs> you're not the father. Like, what? I... what? They just dropped this bomb on us and then the show's out. Like, what are you <laughs> talking about? I guessed it before like, it happened. I just want so, to take that real quick. So that was insane. We don't, we're, unfortunately, we're running out of time. Um, so <laughs> we will have next week, we'll only have one episode. So we won't, we'll get to our special segment. We'll get to the news. We'll get to all that other stuff. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us. Please like, subscribe, join us in the chat. We'll have that going too. We'll, 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 we'll have it all together next week, I promise.
2: <laughs> um,
0: but thank you again for being here. Uh, this is an amazing panel. This show is awesome. Uh, I'm getting my weekly cry at least one uh, an episode. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I'm loving it. Um, Shay, where can we find you?
1: You guys can find me at realshayjones. Also, please follow the Dish Upon a Star Instagram
0: account at Dish Upon a Star underscore. Awesome. Mayel.
2: You can find me on all social media platforms at Official Mykel. That's Official M-Y-K-E-L-L.
0: And K.
3: You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Host K-H-O-S-T-K-A-Y. Follow me. <laughs>
0: And you can find me at SeanStar75 on the gram and Gorilla on Twitter. Also on the Mrs. America After Show and the Run After Show. So many shows. Uh, But thank you again for following us, for running or, wow, joining the show. Um, That's how excited I am. I can't even talk right now. Uh, (laughs) And we will see you next week. Next week. Next week, guys.